Welcome to the Chicago Poetry Tour podcast, produced by the Poetry Foundation, publisher of Poetry Magazine. This is tour number nine, The Stockyard Gate. This tour features Carl Sandburg's classic poem, Chicago. The Chicago Poetry Tour is a multimedia tour of poetry written in and about Chicago. It features a wide range of poets set in a variety of neighborhoods and landmarks. The tour explores 22 sites around the city and showcases the dynamic and legendary history of poetry in Chicago through archival and contemporary recordings of poets and scholars, local musicians, and historic photos. You can take the whole tour for free at poetryfoundation.org. This gate is all that remains of what was once the largest livestock market and meat processing center in the world. Over a mile square, it was an intricate network of buildings and conveyor belts in which animals were sorted, bought and sold, slaughtered, and disassembled into cuts of meat and hundreds of meat byproducts. This is what Carl Sandburg meant by hog butcher for the world. This poem has created a sort of a, a textual Chicago that has endured for 90 plus years now. And it's some of the labels that in the poem become sort of the shorthand for the city. Bill Savage describes Sandberg's iconic poem, Chicago. And it's about the tension between wickedness and crookedness and brutality and beauty and energy and life. Anytime I teach Chicago literature, you have to start with this poem. It's the beginning of Chicago literature in some sense. 50,000 people worked here, mostly immigrants, first German, Bohemian, and Irish, then Polish and Lithuanian. In the early 20th century, African Americans arrived, followed by Mexicans and other Latinos. The work was difficult, unpleasant, and dangerous. Efforts to form unions and improve working conditions were repeatedly crushed. Sandberg's politics were definitely leftist and progressive. He saw that the uh, industrial system, as it existed in his time, was unjust and that it dehumanized workers. And it dehumanized the owners, too, by, by separating them from common human sympathy with other people. But he wasn't looking to create sort of a political platform like Upton Sinclair does in the jungle. His politics were about human sympathy and making his readers see these people as fellow human beings rather than as, you know, sort of embodiments of ethnic groups or uh, economic groups or some other abstraction. He wanted things to be concrete and real and human. Sandberg's book, Chicago Poems, was published in 1916. It established him as a poet committed to the lives of working people. His Whitmanesque free verse, however, was derided by critics as crude. But the book was a hit. Chicago Poems wasn't just sold and read in Chicago. It was sold and read all over the world. And writers sat up and took notice and said, hey, I can write a poem about my town in the language people in my town actually speak. Carl Sandburg was well known as a performer and made many recordings of his poetry. So it may seem a bit surprising that no recordings of Sandberg reading Chicago are available. However, that seems to be the case. So instead, we'll hear a contemporary interpretation by Mark Smith, who often performs Sandberg material at the Green Mill and at the Carl Sandberg Historic Site in Galesburg, Illinois. Hog butcher for the world. Toolmaker. Stacker of wheat. Player with railroads. And the nation's freight handler. Stormy, husky, brawling, city of the big shoulders. They tell me you are wicked, and I believe them 
For I have seen your painted women under the gas lamps luring the farm boys. And they tell me you are crooked. And I answer, yes, it is true. I have seen the gunmen kill and go free to kill again. And they tell me you are brutal. And my reply is, on the faces of women and children, I have seen the marks of want and hunger. And having answered so, I turn once more to those who sneer at this my city, and I give them back the sneer and say to them, Come, show me another city with lifted head, singing so proud to be alive and coarse and strong and cunning, flinging magnetic curses amid the toil of piling job on job. Here is the tall, bold slugger set vivid against the little soft cities, fierce as a dog with tongue lapping for action, cunning as a savage pitted against the wilderness, bareheaded, shoveling, wrecking, planning, building, breaking, rebuilding under the smoke, dust all over his mouth, laughing with white teeth under the terrible burden of destiny, laughing as a young man laughs, laughing as even an ignorant fighter laughs who never lost a battle, bragging and laughing that under this wrist is the pulse, and under these ribs, the heart of the people, laughing, laughing, the stormy, husky, brawling laughter of youth, half-naked, sweating, proud to be, proud to be hog butcher, proud to be tool maker, proud to be stacker of wheat, player with railroads, and freight handler to the nation. Mark Smith, reading Carl Sandburg's Chicago. This has been the Chicago Poetry Tour podcast. This was tour number nine, The Stockyard Gate. The narrator was Richard Steele. The opening music is by the Deep Blue Organ Trio, used with permission of Delmark Records. The full tour with 22 sites is available for free. You can take the multimedia tour online or download audio files at poetryfoundation.org. I'm Ed Herman. Thanks for listening.